Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul with you today's... um October 13. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready and PC has been conducting Zoom out conference for the past 11 years. If you can please try to fill the Google Sheet out, those people who fill the Google Sheet out will get the preference. Those people who don't fill the Google Sheet out, we will only do it after um, only do it after we don't get any chance to uh, we get a chance to fill all the other people. Go ahead with the first person. We can't. Um. I have filled the Google Sheet. Uh-huh. Sure. I'm an L1A. My uh, GC was filed under EB1C category. I-140 was approved. Priority date is June. It's not current. I need to be in India for three, four months from January. Will I be able to use I-140 and our EAD for return? So you filed 485 or you did not file the 485? 485 is filed. So you're intending to go to India for three, four years? Correct. No, then your 485 will be denied. Okay. Uh, can I use my I-140 or EAD after I return? How are you going to return back after three, four um, years? Again on the visa, work visa, maybe L1. Not a good idea. Do you know people spent $10 million to get to this stage? And now you just want to leave this one and go? Yeah. Not a good idea, Ravikant. Not a I good idea. I understand that. But in case I have to do this, uh, will I be able to use it's, it's Ravikant, uh, you would be able to use, but not EB1C. Ravikant, it's like this. You go to a doctor and you just tell the doctor, doctor, I don't want this hand. Cut my hand. I'm not trained for it, Ravikant. You see my point? Mm-hmm. I'm only trained to keep people in the United States, get the green card. I, if some, it's the green card is about to come and the guy says, no, I want to throw it out and go. I'm not trained for it. The doctor mm-hmm. is not trained to cut a hand. Only he will cut a hand if it's, uh, you know, if it gives some gangrene or something like that. But he's not trained to. So I'm not trained to handle you. Okay. Next person, please. Barco. Yeah, I posted the questioning at. Well, I know all the people what they want the green card, and this guy wants to run away from it. Okay, not you, Bargo. <laughs> yeah. Currently, I'm working for a cap exempt employer. My cap subject which one we got approved on October second. I went to Cancun and returned to give us an approval showing. Do I need to tell my cap exempt employer about the travel? No, you don't need to. You don't need to do anything. Okay, Bargo, are you there? Yeah, some of my friends were 
some of my friends were asking me to tell the employer and fill the i9 form because as they switch the employers the i9 form will be changing or will it be impacting anything next person you don't need to next person please akil hey hi rahul i i just posted my question through google docs and as well as it's text footage from change of status denied for my wife she uh, she proceeded with the country process of i don't know whether what why, why was it denied did she file in usa or did she file yeah, with, within within why usa it, why was it denied i i got a letter saying that it was just uh, like we proceeded without like we took i20 before even generating the change of status so that that was the only reason uh, they mentioned in the, the point. you took the i20 before filing the change of status yes yes you are supposed to get an i20 before you file yeah, the change of yeah. status that that's correct but somehow that that's the reason i got in the change of status uh, denial letter and uh, but not sure that yeah that doesn't look good either either the officer is completely wrong or maybe you are misinterpreting i need to look into that one though mm-hmm. you need to show that to sir lawyer because it doesn't look how can you file a change of status to f1 without an i20 you can't yes that's correct so something is absolutely wrong you have to have it checked by a lawyer okay 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 then yeah you, you can go for a counselor appointment but there is a good chance that counselor officer will reject it though for h4 to f1 sometimes they reject it you should try mm-hmm. to change uh, uh, you know speak with a lawyer and file it again that would be your best option next person please yep thank you raj rahul garu i have posted my question my co- cousin traveled to us on h1 in may and his employer did not submit i9 verification and his portal is not running he is considered out of status well i9 is irrespective though um, he he will be considered to be out of status the reason is that within uh, he is supposed to get to work as soon as he comes into united states there is about 30 days or so is allowed but if it's more than that then he's definitely he's out of status sure does he have any other options to keep the status like um, maybe um, have some bonus or something how much money he paid to get the h1b with this company uh maybe 5000 bucks yeah these are all fraudulent companies though so that's the reason they have i would recommend he move to a different company and then file a complaint against this company and get the 5000 back plus the 5 month salary that he has he a uh, fire six month salary he can get it though from them okay uh, first thing try to move any any companies like that sir i won't supply the companies to you though okay, i'm not sorry. a recruiter i'm not sorry. a recruiter i'm not a recruiter i will not i will only give you an advice what can be done so if he first need to move you need to find him a job and move to a different company though and then at the same time file a complaint against this company hey give me the salary for the 6 months period that you did not do it give me the salary for uh, and also the 5000 that i paid you okay so can he still transfer the h1 if he is out of status now he can transfer but there is a chance that they may not grant him the change of status if they don't then he has to get the he he, he has to go outside the country and come back sure Okay. Got it. Next Thank person. Rabina. Hi Rahul. I pasted my question on the form. 
I'm planning to go to India while my H4EAD card delivery is yet to be done by USA. So will there be any, uh, to hold the collect card from the local USCIS office? Uh, I don't are you Are you speaking of USPS office or USCIS office? Uh, I really wanted to know if there an option in both. If I have to no, inform the USCIS no. or... The... USCIS office is very... They won't do that. Okay. USPS office, since you're married, your husband is going to be there? Somebody is going to be there? No, no one, no one. But you have some relatives, friends, somebody that who can check the PO box and you can give them the keys? Actually, this is like a duplicate card. I've already lost my earlier card. So that's why I'm a little unsure for the delivery and I wanted to collect it when I'm back. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, but it's better if you do the hold in the post office, it always gets messed up, ma'am. Let it get delivered. Have some keys. Give your keys to somebody to check it so that they can give it for you. Though That's the best option. Instead uh, of I lost it when it. it was delivered, actually. When I was out of town, it got delivered and I lost it. So, again, I've applied for a new card. So, that's why I'm a little then, unsure. That's why. Ma'am, just have give the keys to somebody. Can, you can mm -hmm. trust them. Can you trust them, somebody, with a card delivery to you? In United States, you don't have anybody? Uh, yeah, with, I mean, we are new to the country. So, no one nearby. That's why I wanted to... You Check can't you. just go to the next door neighbor. They'll be nice, ma'am. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, so, okay. so, is there like an option? Like, I can go to the USPS. Oh, this is not. This is not an immigration question, ma'am. Um, okay. Please contact somebody else. I'm just an immigration lawyer. Next person, please. Ari Ashraf. Hi. Hi. You're an L2. You're, however, you're turning 21 only, but I'm not protected under CSPA. If I file online for change of status, what's the question? Application immigrant visa. Have you ever filed? Yeah, you can select yes. You don't have to. Please find enclosed receipt number. Okay? And give the receipt number. We we have done that. We never had any problem in getting the F1 approved. Okay. You so, got it? Um, yeah, if, if I say anything, is that fine? Like there's a text box that says provide an explanation. Yeah, please find and close receipt notice of the 485 and give the receipt notice number. That's all you do. You don't have to okay. explain them anything, okay? Okay, sure. So I can file this by myself, right? I don't need an attorney. That's up to you, though. That's up to you. But that question answer, I'm going to just tell you right now. Okay, next person, please. Aditya Nilakant. Yeah. Hey, Rahul, uh, my parents have stayed six months in U.S. Like, um, can, we need really some help from them so they can go back and come back. Uh, they can go to India and come back in two months again. No, we don't Would recommend that they go. To, no, ma'am. No, sir. We don't recommend they go to India and come back within two months. We don't recommend. The okay. reason is that visiting visa is for them to only visit United States, not, not India. visit yeah. India. Yes, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank okay. you. Next person, please. Bhairavi. Bhairavi. Hi. Uh, my question is my I-94 is expiring sometime. In... I got it. Um, yeah. I don't know with the Nagalis check post. Sometimes they may or may not be able to do it. I know if you fly to Mexico, you will definitely get the extension done. But if you go to Nagalis by driving and come back, by walking and come back, sometimes they may or may not do it. Okay. 
so is there any because nogales is very close to me right it's like if two, you try if you fail that's okay not a big deal you can always fly afterwards so to fly do i need a visa of mexico or because uh, did you why, have a I, us visa until march 2024 or march 20, 2025 25 you have a us visa to come back until march 2025 yes i have a stamp visa you for don't need march a, you don't you you don't need a visa to go to mexico ma'am fly to mexico oh. okay okay sounds good thank you next person please kaushik kaushik hello uh, yeah sorry uh, i posted my question i'm on l1b visa and got laid off on december 13th uh, yeah like december 13th is my last day yeah till when i can stay in united states um my hmb was picked my wasn't paid off wasn't picked my kid recently born and processing birth certificate amendment supposed to complete by january next year plan to action so you got laid off december 13th is a termination date so you, yeah, you when is your i90 when is your i90 for expiring uh till next year uh, uh you have september 60, you have 60 day grace period to okay, stay in this okay. country and if you you okay. know because of your child is is not mature enough to travel if you want to stay i mean you can stay for a couple of more months and leave that's up to you though okay but you may apply for b2 visa also and stay in this country because your child is okay. not yet ready to travel i want to stay here for four or five more months you can apply for a b2 visa you can apply for a b2 okay. visa okay 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 uh, and is there like uh, do you recommend getting a f1 visa or something like that like uh, should f1 i get visa is, f1 visa is for you to if f1 visa is for you to stay in this country though are you planning to stay in this country i haven't made up my mind but i'm trying if you want to stay in the country f1 f1 would be then ideal situation though we do, we cannot okay. recommend f1 uh, we do not recommend day one cpts because we consider them as illegal universities okay 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 yeah uh, so if i get I, oh yeah sorry yeah next person please complete ready Hi. My H-1B was approved with, on September 22. I have initiated a transfer to a new company in May. As of then, uh, I see that my old H-1B was revoked in July 20. Maybe my old employer. So you were working with this old employer until July 2000, uh, until July 2023? Until uh, no, no. Until ah, May. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, yes. So... Did did you when did you notice this? Um, uh, it was yesterday actually. It so although my they... employer, yeah, although my employer it... was forced me uh, to uh, apply for uh, admission in any of the universities and go to Mexico and come back and uh, do the process so of let, one. Let me understand one thing though. So yeah, so it's a it, it, your company was involved in the multiple filings. Yes. Ah. so now it's been, so most probably it's might been revoked though did you see notice of intent to revoke or they didn't you don't see any notice of intent to revoke uh, for the new case i don't see anything uh, from the no the one. old case past one have you yeah. seen it yes i did see that uh, you did see what 
uh, no, not the notice of intent to revoke. Uh, uh, it just says, uh, yeah, and it a mail be, was sent. It could be, it could be, it could yeah. be that, it could be that, uh, it could be that, um, it could yes. be that the company may have withdrawn the H1B though. Because if yes, you don't think... see anything on, they, they might have just withdrawn it. And the reason, yeah, uh, yeah simply the problem here is that, that why did the company told you to actually go ahead with the F1 visa? The reason they told you to do that is that they might have received revocation notices for other people though. So they yeah. feared that they will receive it on you. So they told you to get off so that they can withdraw it. You don't get affected. But even though they did withdraw it, there is a chance your transfer may not be approved. Yes. So okay. uh, what are the immediate steps that it needs to be taken care of if I receive a noise or annoyed? Right now, you're not going to receive any notice of intent to revoke. The only problem will be that when you file the H-1B though, uh, when you this H-1B may be, they may receive a notice of intent to deny. Okay. I would want an action plan B for you in life because this multiple H-1Bs are having a lot of problem for us right now. A lot of revocations are happening. Next person, please. You may want to consult a lawyer to, to see what are the other plan B actions are there. If this H-1B will be revoked. F1 probably is a good option for you instead of moving on to the H1B though. Uh, go ahead, next person, please. Hi, Rahul, I've posted my question. I have an approved I-140, have completed 180 days. Sounds good. If I switch my employer, can the new employer file the H-1B extension? Absolutely, they can. Or do I have to ask the new employer to file the I-140? What is the priority date? It's February 2020. You don't see the priority date is not going to be current right now. Right. So, right. so you don't have to have a I one labor and I one forty filed by company B now. Okay. Even using the company A's I one forty, you can even move to company C. Even though company B did not filed the labor and I one forty using the uh, using the I one forty approval of the company A, you can move to company D E F G H J L M L O P Q R S T U G whatever not okay. So okay. you don't have to, so, and you can have your husband file a H4 EAD using this I-140, even okay. though you're not working for the company. Okay, got it. So the new company doesn't have to, again, go through all the process till my, um, till my priority date. Is, current because and that's when, that's, yes, that's when you would need the I-140 right. approval from that company. Until that time, you don't. Okay, perfect. Thanks so much. Yeah. <laughs> Next person, please. Venkat. Venkat. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, thanks um, for taking my question. So there, we, we are not noticing the H uh, e advanced parole extensions getting denied. We are not noticing it under your current circumstances. We are not no noticing okay. it, Okay. So do I, I don't have to refile again then? Right? I I would say there is a one to two percent chance of denial. Oh, okay. okay. So for safety, okay. you want me to go ahead and just uh, do another file? I, it's up. It's up to you. I would not. I would not do that for one one to two percent. It's up to you. 
Next person, please. Oh, yes. If it's denied, you can always Thank refile you. it. Next person, oh. please. Asmin. Yeah, hi. I am not in US. I'm outside US. My employer is filing my H1B. I got it approved and it got it stamped. But it was through a Dropbox, so they have not given me any copy or any of the documents. I want to get my H1B transfer. Apart from the passport with this petition number, I don't have any documents. How do I get it? You don't need. You don't need any other documentation. That's good enough for you, because the passport. Uh, if you got the passport stamped, you have all the information now. Uh, okay. But the new employer is not willing to transfer unless until I have a copy of I-797. Is there a way I can retrieve I-797? You can, file a free, you can file a freedom of information. You can go to Google and file the freedom of information. But I don't know why he's hesitating to file the... I don't know why they're hesitating, though. If you have a project, though, I can recommend some companies that can file it. But you need to have a project. But uh, yet... I have a project, I have a job handy, but uh, no one is willing me to transfer. That's the only question. Yeah. Okay. If you email me and if you make an appointment, then I can recommend some companies. If you have a project, they are going to be willing to hire you right now. Okay? Yeah, sure. I'll drop and, and let me, and let me also tell Let yeah. me also tell you something, Yasmin. Yeah. When you get the H1B transferred with company B, you don't even have to go to stamping again. All you okay. do is that you just fly to United States. Okay, one last question. Uh, can I ask my employer to give my I-197 they're not giving? What rights do I have to ask them? <laughs> no, you don't. I you don't. don't. Okay. You can ask. You can, you, can, you, know, you can ask me. You can ask them. Can you give me a billion dollars? They may, yeah. they may not. But okay. you don't have any right. Next okay. person, please. Yeah, thank you. Yuba R. Yuba? Hi, Rahul. Yeah. Um, I have applied H1B amendment in July 2023. The case number starts with IOE. It's been more than two months. Just wondering what is the timeline for H1B amendment approval? Yeah, um, it's taking about anywhere between two months to six months with IOE, Shiva. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. You don't need amendment to approval for you to work, so you're good. Srikant, go ahead. Uh, hi, I, I posted my question to you on the chat. I am the recent second. Uh, I, I, I am in the recent second. My H1B was selected. However, during the first lottery, I was selected by five different companies, some of which were sister companies. I choose to withdraw from. How, how do you withdraw it? You can't withdraw it from them. I mean, how uh, did you withdraw? Uh, so they, they didn't send any documents for me to file. So you didn't withdraw it. It's there. You can't withdraw it. Now for the second lottery selection, only one application has been filed by my company. No affiliates. Given the situation, I would like no. So it's a tough question for you. Damn if you do, damn if you don't, Srikant. How many, if you got selected by five different companies, Srikant, how many mm -hmm. H1Bs did you file though? Uh, maybe like 10. No, that's not true because normally 10 to 5 is 50% selection. Though. Oh, no. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I think uh, I did like I, I sent out my application to 10 different companies, and out of 10, like five got selected in the first round. And uh, I got another response from my other, other company uh, in, the, in the second so round. This, 
the second round company are you working with that company from february of 2023 no uh, so i have no. a project in hand right now so i'm planning to convert that's into that's not the, no that's not the question so you are not working for so which company were you working in february of 2023 uh february 23 uh i mean i was working for a full time and uh, they didn't file for i mean they filed for me but my application was not selected in the lottery no, don't file the H-1B with this fraudulent company that you got selected, even though you're a project. Okay? Oh, okay, okay. So, is this because of uh, multiple applications? Absolutely. Do you have any doubt? Uh, no, my, my, no, no, my, my question was, since the both uh, the companies are not interlinked to each other, right? That's uh, not that's... the question. How did this mm -hmm. company file the H-1B when you are not working for this company, Srikanth? Uh, they say as a future employment. Really? They have mm -hmm. a future employment. This consulting company has a future employment in February of 2023 aligned for you in October. You want me to believe that? Oh, no. Like Usually when they file for application, right, they always file as a future employment, right? I know future employment. They had a future employment already fixed for you in February of two, March of 2023. Uh, they don't have any project in hand, but they just that filed is, for... That yes. is called fraudulent filing, Srikanth. That is called fraudulent... The, and you, you, you lost the difference between what is good and what is evil. Okay? You filed so many multiple H-1Bs, you are not considering anything. You don't... This is a rule of law country. They publicized your, how many H-1Bs people filed duplicate. They put it on the website. Approximately 90,000 people filed 400,000 applications. You are one of them. Don't yeah, file it. Okay, okay. And, and, and you need to correct yourself, Srikanth. Because what, what do you say? Like, you know, for the, uh, for the bad people, killing somebody is not wrong. Okay. That's how where you are. Oh, I just killed somebody. That's nothing wrong. That's how you're telling me right now. Next person. I, mean, I, I don't know what to speak with you, Srikant, but you are completely spoiled right now. Next person, please. Money. I have mentioned the question in the chat. Uh, somehow I didn't get it. Can you repeat again, if you don't mind, Manish? I filed uh, for AOS in last year of uh, August 1st, 2022. I have EAD and AP right now. And mm -hmm. I want to, I'm on H1B status right now, which is expiring in December 23. So mm -hmm. now I need to uh, use Supplement J for self-petition. But when mm -hmm. I saw the form on self-petition, it talks about the employer only. So how do I do the self-petition on Supplement J? Ah, first of all, though, when you change the company, you don't need to file the 485J supplement. Self-petition is allowed according to the memo, though. But the officers will get confused about it, Manish. The officers will get confused. I would not do anything right now if you are doing a self-petition. I want your, your case to be evaluated by a lawyer to make sure that you are, you are completing all the requirements what is required, okay? But I, I still I still would not file the 485J supplement for you. No, actually, I, uh, I'm sitting at the last moment of the green card. I got recently a site visit at home uh, after the interview. So um, I'm really confused. Like, I, I'm thinking that to file you, uh, supplement J. Uh, so 
Yeah, but you still need to go through a lawyer to file a supplement J. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can go with lawyer, but what I'm saying is, it, it uh, supplement J only talks about uh, the employer, it, uh, yeah, even can, individual. So how do no, I? There are. Way, yeah, you have you. Do you have your own company? So do I have to set up a company for that? You don't. You either can do a DBA or set up a company, though. But I would really appreciate to have a proper business, though. You can't. You can't just sit at home and tell that I have a self-employment and believe me, I have a self-employment. You have to set up a business. Yes, you need to. Okay, I need to set up a company and then from that company petition. So Yeah, uh, it can be a company, it can be a DBA. There are a lot of different things. You have to get a tax ID number. You need to run the payroll for the company. You need to show that you're really self-employed. You can't say that I'm working as a software engineer. Show it to me how you're working. I'm on H1B right now. So how, how do uh, those things will work together? You said you have an EAD. Yeah, but I've not used it. Well, then how are you self-employed, Manish? No, no, I'm not saying I'm self-employed. What I'm saying is I want to use, uh, I want to use file a supplement J as a self-employment. But you are not, are you self-employed or not? N no. So why do you want to use a self-employment when you're not self-employed? Because I'm thinking that uh, my employer may not going to help me uh, because of uh, uh, the multiple side visits happened in the uh, last three months. So uh, I'm not sure if they're going to help yeah. me. You need to consult a lawyer, Manish. Okay. Next person, please. Because if you're not self-employed, you can't just say you're self-employed. That's wrong. Next person, please. Ram Prasad. Ram Prasad. Go, to the, go to the next person. Uh, yeah, yeah, hi, Rahul. Yeah, sorry. Uh, recently, my I haven't got approved with EB2, but I could see some typo errors in my employer name corporation spelling. Is, that's okay. And the firm approval and I haven't got occupation code is mismatching. So do you need to, again, contact employer, correct? No, you're fine. Absolutely not a problem. You're good, Ram Prasad. Okay, that occupation code in a firm is different. You told me that. You told me that. That's, that's, is different. That, next person, please. That should not be any problem for you. Next person, oh, please. Thank you. And this will, be the, this, will be the, this will be the last person. And uh, what I recommend people is that if you, uh, if you, uh, if you want to, you can get, you can make an appointment. My schedule is given to you. My colleague is going to give a link to you. You can schedule an appointment anytime, not today, but definitely from Monday onwards, you can make an appointment. Last person today. Mobi. Hi, it's Mobi. Newcomer. I have submitted I-130 petition for my sister in 2010. She relocated from Pakistan to Qatar. Now wishes to, for me to request a change in her country of residence. I'm curious about how this might impact the progress of her case, potentially causing delay or expo. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. Is it approved or is it still pending, Mr. Mobi? It's still in process. Whenever I check, it's, it keeps saying it's on the process for the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, that's not 10 years, that's 13 years. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah. 14 years. Mobi, Mo 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 the better option would be that let her go to Pakistan and do the green card there. The reason is that if you want to change it, you have to file something called I-824 application. And believe me, that will take about 10 years. And see, you don't want to give any chance for them to confuse those. So it's up to you. If you want to, you can file, you can file the I-824 right now. Got it. Okay, so so the better thing is to just wait it out, and when the turn comes, just go to. Yeah, Barca. but, but you, you, it's up to it's up to you. Don't file the I twenty four at that time though. Do it right now. Got it. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. Thank you, Prashadha. Okay, then. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you, guys. The next conference call will be uh, tomorrow. Um, uh, next conference call will be sorry, Monday, 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.